Section 72 of United States Senate Election Expulsion and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Anne M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Case 70, Stanley Matthews, 1824-1889, Ohio. Censure Case, June 5, 1878, to March 1, 1879. Issues allegations of corruption before Senate term. Chronology, request for investigation, June 5, 1878. Referred to committee, June 5, 1878. Committee report, March 1, 1879. No Senate action. Result, not censured. Background. The contested 1876 Rutherford B. Hayes-Samuel J. Tilden presidential election left in doubt the critical electoral votes from three states, among them Louisiana. Soon after the November election, with a political stalemate threatening the future of the country, both Republicans and Democrats sent influential citizens to observe the counting of disputed votes in the pivotal three states. Ohio Republican Stanley Matthews was selected, along with other political luminaries, to travel to New Orleans to supervise the vote counting for presidential electors amid wheeling and dealing by both parties. When the election was still undecided by February 1877, Congress established a special bipartisan electoral commission composed of five senators, five representatives, and five Supreme Court justices. Stanley Matthews served as counsel before the commission on behalf of Rutherford B. Hayes, who was ultimately declared to have been elected president. Subsequently, in March 1877, the Ohio legislature elected Matthews to the United States Senate to fill a vacancy in the term ending March 3, 1879, and he took his seat without incident. Statement of the Case On June 5, 1878, Stanley Matthews asked the Senate to investigate allegations that during his stay in New Orleans he had acted in a fraudulent manner or had offered illegal rewards to any official in exchange for a Republican vote during the electoral count. The Senate agreed to Matthews' request and established a select committee of four Republicans and three Democrats to look into the matter. The allegations against Matthews stemmed from charges made by a Louisiana citizen, James E. Anderson, testifying in the House of Representatives. Anderson claimed that Matthews had offered him a government job in return for concealing his fraudulent actions in the presidential election. Response of the Senate The Select Committee was frustrated in its efforts to take direct testimony from Anderson. At his first appearance on June 13, 1878, he presented a note from the chairman of the House Committee asking that he be excused because he was needed at hearings in that body. When summoned on a second occasion, Anderson refused to give any evidence 
because the committee denied him the right to have counsel present. The obdurate Anderson turned aside every question and would not even give his age or occupation. Despite the rising agitation his stubborn demeanor caused among committee members, he then dared to bargain for his testimony. Anderson offered to cooperate if, in turn, Stanley Matthews would testify before the House committee. Indignant that Anderson should attempt to negotiate terms for his testimony, the committee members were doubly annoyed because the Senate had adjourned the previous day, leaving the committee without the power to cite Anderson for contempt. When the committee again turned its attention to the inquiry in December 1878, it received a wire from Anderson in Nevada stating that he would testify if summoned. The committee instead decided to obtain a transcript of Anderson's House testimony and to examine Stanley Matthews in person. In contrast to Anderson's evasiveness, Matthews cooperated fully. He recalled every detail of his brief stay in New Orleans and recounted his conversations with clarity and precision. He said he hardly knew Anderson and had agreed to recommend him for a federal post, such as customs officer or a consul, simply as a kind gesture to someone in need. Anderson told him he had been active as a loyal Republican over several years in Louisiana, but had somehow incurred the enmity of party leaders in the state, forcing him to seek other employment. According to Matthews, Anderson did not say that he had committed illegal acts on behalf of the Republican cause in Louisiana, or ask for any reward for such acts. He did, however, give to Matthews for safekeeping a document he had prepared that falsely described such illegal acts, having changed his mind about using it to threaten a local official. Matthews had provided the document to the House Committee investigating Anderson's charges. On March 1, 1879, the Select Committee reported to the Senate on the Matthews investigation. It unanimously found that Matthews had no connection with any real or supposed frauds in the election in Louisiana and had not engaged in any corrupt conduct. The committee did, however, call Matthews' efforts to obtain federal employment for Anderson, in spite of his apparently questionable character, wrong and injurious to the public interest. The Senate, anxious to waste no further time on the 1876 election intrigues, took no action on the matter. Conclusion Stanley Matthews' Senate term ended two days after the committee reported. In 1881, President James A. Garfield appointed him to the Supreme Court, but the appointment encountered considerable Senate opposition because of Matthews' close ties to corporations and railroad interests. He was eventually confirmed, by a vote of 24 to 23, and served on the court until his death in 1889. 
End of case 70, end of section 72.